0: This is Perfecting Profits, a podcast for hotels tackling the rising labor costs in hospitality. Hosted by industry innovators dedicated to improving hotel profitability, we explore everything from best practices to five-minute industry check-ins. Brought to you by Hotel Effectiveness. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern, and joining me on the show is Del Ross. He is the Chief Revenue Officer for Hotel Effectiveness Solutions. Del, thank you so much for joining me today. Why, right, thank you
1: very much. I'm glad to be with you.
0: Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about one of, if not the biggest challenges facing hotels right now, and that's rising labor costs. Um, But before we really dive into the nitty gritty of that topic and kind of get into more of what's driving that and what hotels can do about that, I want to kind of get into, Dell your background and your experience working with hotels and working with some of the biggest brands in the world. So tell me a little bit more about your experience and what you've done in the past.
1: Sure. I've been in the hotel industry since 2001. I worked for IHG and built their e-commerce business. And the the majority of my career in the early stages was all around distribution, putting heads in beds. And uh, my role at IHG expanded over time, where ultimately I was responsible for all revenue delivery from the brand, uh, for all their brands, for the America's 3600 hotels at the time about 12 billion dollars worth of revenue so really built uh my my base my foundation in the industry around revenue uh i left ihg and actually uh got involved with uh, investing in hotels and i have investments in the marriott uh chain in, in in a courtyard today um but got very familiar with their value proposition and how they did things and also got a little closer to the the full p l of a hotel as as an investor in the following that i did a lot of consulting work um, including work for several years with a global strategy consulting firm called mckinsey and company and i got to work with the largest travel companies in the world uh, whether they were owners operators distributors um, investors You name it, every player and in multiple categories. And this combined to give me a really holistic uh, perspective on travel as a whole and hotels and hospitality in particular, really building on that. More recently, about a year ago, I joined some former IHG colleagues of mine at their company, Hotel Effectiveness, where we tackle labor costs. And this was my first really deep dive into the cost side of the equation, and it's been a blast. Um, I, I have actually, I've got to say, after all this time in the industry, I've never had a bigger immediate impact on hotel profitability than I have since I've joined this company.
0: That's really fascinating. And it what what I think I find really interesting about that is just how many different angles and the different ways that you've been a part of the industry. So you have kind of a really comprehensive view of an industry that not a whole lot of people get to wrap their arms around. So what has that experience really taught you about building profitable hotels? And, and I, I I suppose, just given what you just said, that labor costs really play a large part of that.
1: It's huge. So it, like any business, it's revenues minus costs equals profitability. The advantage that the hotel industry has had historically is that if you have a good location, then even a mediocre operator and owner can actually generate some pretty nice profits. That was always the case for a very, very long time for most of this thousand year history of, of the hotel industry, probably 5,000 years uh, history. It's, it's a good fundamental business. The change in the last 15 to 20 years has been profound and it's primarily driven by the internet as the internet has been a benefit and a boon to travelers and all consumers it's actually created a lot of complexity and cost for hotels and it's done so by most obviously distribution costs so it's gotten more and more expensive to fill a hotel over time even as the universe of travelers has not changed has not really grown um you that's been okay because we've been in the last 10 years been in a rising rate environment so it's all right and this industry also runs on low cost labor low wage labor uh, labor has always represented the majority of costs for any hotel about 35 percent of revenue and maybe 50 percent of all costs or more um, but at low wages we were able to afford some inefficiency because the fundamental model could afford it well that's really changed in the last three years, we've seen labor costs growing at three to five times the rate of revenue growth. And that's where it gets alarming. And what's even worse is now that we're entering a cycle where revenue growth has stopped and in some major markets has started to decline, labor costs continue to rise. So what I've learned is that what what hoteliers needed to do in order to run a maximally profitable hotel 10 or 15 years ago, those lessons do not apply today in a market where the cost of filling a hotel are higher and the cost of running a hotel are higher. It's, there have been uh, sea change shifts in the, the economics of this business and the industry is, is only now starting to catch up with all of those changes.
0: That's really fascinating. what What are some of the factors that are leading to uh, this rise in in labor costs that you mentioned because it it, it seems like uh, that's that's a pretty substantial rise cost. so what 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 are some of those factors contributing to that? The most
1: obvious and immediate factor is labor scarcity. And I'm really focusing this is a global challenge, but focusing on the North American market, Labor scarcity is the flip side of low unemployment, and unemployment's been going down for 10 years, and now we're at near record unemployment, which is great. It, it, it sells really well, but for an industry that runs on very low-wage workers, the pool of workers available for the jobs that we have in hotels has really shrunk. You add to that or exacerbate that situation with uh, the current environment for immigrant workers— which again, a lot of hotels rely on immigrant workers uh, whose perhaps lack of language skills are not a barrier to employment in our our industry in many roles. Um, And you, you make this scarcity problem even harder. So in response to that, you have to pay more. So wages are rising quite sharply for every single position in every hotel across the US and Canada. And you have the need to fill in the gaps of your staffing with more overtime and more contractor usage. Contract labor is an important piece of every hotelier's uh, arsenal, uh, but the dependency on contractors has grown a lot to where it's not abnormal for a hotel to have eight to 10% of its labor in good times be contract labor. And now in major markets where scarcity is an even bigger problem, you could see a hotel running 20% or higher uh, labor through contractors. And that's very expensive labor. Um, It also sometimes is less productive labor because these are people you haven't trained, you haven't uh, uh, been able to monitor to your standards. So these are all factors that that, that lead to a dramatic growth in labor costs um, over the last three years and what's projected for the next three or four years.
0: That's really interesting. I I think I find that that use of contract labor and um, I I guess what comes along with contract labor is also high turnover. So you're probably retraining uh, on a pretty regular basis or bringing in new people. It seems like there's a lot of churn there, which would also drive up costs anytime that you're having to replace a certain position or bring in new people um, for a specific time, be it holidays or something like that, that that's going to drive up costs even more.
1: Turnover is a big challenge. It's always a challenge in low wage Industries, um, because people will move jobs to get a little bit more money. For you know the the old story of you know I I cross the street for the same job for twenty five cents an hour. Well, twenty five cents an hour doesn't sound like a lot to most professionals, but to somebody who's making nine seventy five an hour, going to ten dollars an hour actually matters a lot. So that's always happened. That happens even more frequently now in part because we're actually having to dip into different parts of the labor pool. The the, the talented, hardworking labor, uh, laborers who would take a hotel job in the past are actually able to get higher paying jobs in other industries now um, as things like, well, Walmart has a minimum wage of $13 an hour and up. That's higher than most hotel staff positions historically. And there's a Walmart in every market. Uh, Amazon distribution centers open up in key cities, and they're paying $20, $21, $25 an hour for people who maybe just four years ago would have come in and worked in a maintenance or housekeeping role in a hotel for much less money. So you've got all these different factors coming into play. Um, And those are driving turnover. And every single time you replace a job, you're basically having to pay to replace that person. You're about 30% of the total cost of that person just to replace them. So that's also adding to it. And we are seeing, we have firsthand access to turnover data. We're seeing incredible increases in turnover today uh, across just about every position in a hotel and every market.
0: Wow, that's, that's unbelievable. So it, it seems like these are challenges that, that everybody is facing, that there is, um, I, I, I don't know, that, that this requires a response almost. So does properly managing labor costs like what you're describing require maybe a change of mindset and a new strategy, because you're not going to be able to always compete with that, you know, 21 dollars an hour, you know that that Amazon is able to pay at a fulfillment center. So how exactly do you adjust strategies when it comes to labor costs that uh, allow hotels to be competitive and to still, you know, be profitable?
1: It, it is about mindset. We think that the the way that the industry has historically looked at labor costs And it isn't intentional, but they've looked at labor costs as something that happens. It's something that is necessary to run a hotel. But labor costs are something that we pay attention to in arrears. We look backwards and see what our labor costs were. And when we look forward, we we forecast out as a percent of revenue or a cost per occupied room, but we don't really manage the cost. What we propose is that hotels need to think about labor as an investment. So when an an owner invests in a hotel or anyone invests in any asset, they have certain expectations as to what that, that investment should deliver, what kind of return they should get. And if the investment doesn't deliver that return, they adjust their investment or they invest in something else. If you look at labor as an investment rather than an expense, then you are going to have to determine what do you expect to get out of that labor? And the return on labor in the hospitality industry is productivity. You actually need to have defined productivity targets, the outputs of labor, and track those targets and be able to look at the cost of productivity versus the expense of labor. It's just a different way of thinking about it. And hotels that make that turn, that that adopt that mindset of labor as an investment, they are seeing much better returns on their overall hotel investment because their profit margins, their gross operating profit and net operating income margins are much higher.
0: And when you do that, are you able to then cut down maybe on on overtime and things like that because you're not looking at Labor as an expense. You're looking at it as an investment that you're making into certain productivity goals. So when there are productivity goals met, then maybe you're not having to then pay people extra to work overtime because you're just viewing it as an expense. Does is, is that question make sense? It, it does make
1: sense. I think it's it, it's important to look at the the drivers of labor costs beyond the obvious. So we already talked about turnover and wage rates, right? Everybody knows those things, and that's the first thing that people think about when they think about labor costs. But you peel back the the, the covers a little bit and use this investment mindset. And the first thing you realize is that actually tackling the productivity and return of labor requires you to focus on three very specific areas where you have immediate addressable opportunities. We call these the three overs. They are over-scheduling or over-staffing Right overstaffing is where this chronically this chronic tendency to staff more than you need because you want to make sure that you're covered well. Um, no one has ever gotten yelled at for having too many rooms cleaned too quickly or too early in the day versus the arriving guests that are expected. right. Whereas the opposite happens. If there are not enough rooms cleaned, people are in trouble. So they overstaff to insure against that. And that happens in every position. The second over is overtime. We talked about that. It's a necessary part of the employment mix today. You have to have overtime, but there's good overtime and there's bad overtime. There's the overtime that's directly associated with revenues because you've got to turn the rooms. You've got to serve those banquet uh, attendees you've got to staff the front desk because you've got volume coming in and that's okay Um, then you have the bad overtime which is actually very pernicious and incredibly addressable which is caused by people who just shave a little time off the clock chronically clock in a little bit early a little bit late shave time off of breaks it doesn't look like a lot on a per employee per week basis maybe less than an hour each but it really adds up that has to be controlled. Getting rid of the excess unproductive overtime is huge. And the third over is the over-reliance and overuse of contract labor. In many cases in hotels, they engage contractors, but they don't employ the same accountability metrics that they apply to their own people, whether it's housekeeping minutes per room clean times and their own standards, uh, whether it's the schedule efficiencies, Um, and the ability to to shorten schedules if needed based on what the actual outputs have been. All these things really add up, and that ends up meaning we're spending a lot more on contract labor than the business actually requires. If hotels can get a handle on what those three overs are actually doing to their profitability and then take steps to address them, they can actually see profound changes in their cost model. We've actually seen reductions on a regular basis and repeated basis of 10 to 15% for full-service hotels in big markets just by focusing on those three areas.
0: Wow. Okay. So that, that really kind of helps address the problem. So explain how hotel effectiveness solutions really helps with those reductions. How are you able to then kind of create those efficiencies like what you're talking about and reduce uh, across the board those three overs that are really driving up costs?
1: Fundamentally, labor management is something that all hoteliers understand natively. They, they get this. The idea is that it's labor is effectively a math problem for hotels. Now, I'm not saying that people enter the hotel industry because they want to do math. Most of the time, that's not the case. We want We enter the hotel industry because we like people. We like serving guests. We like working with colleagues to serve guests. And we like managing these complex physical assets. But math is important. So we all get this. The math formula for labor management is actually very straightforward. You take the labor standard, which is like a staffing guideline, something along the lines of uh, the average clean time for a stayover room is twelve minutes. I'm going to, and you take that standard, twelve minutes per stayover room, and then you multiply that by the the volume, the business driver, in this case, how many stayover rooms do I have tomorrow night? the night after that for the following week. And that gives you the total number of minutes required. So 12 minutes times X number of stayover rooms for this period of time gives me the number of minutes that I need of labor for that kind of clean type. And then you divide that by 60 minutes to give you a number of hours and you can create a labor plan that's explicitly tied to what the business actually needs. And then you build a, a schedule that's compliant with the plan. So that's a straightforward math problem. Actually calculating this and implementing this and then holding people accountable to it is, is something hotels could do on their own, but it's, it's a bit hard. It takes time. It takes a lot of sophistication that honestly, most people who are managing people, they just don't have the time to do and it's not why they got into business. So that's where hotel effectiveness comes in at its very core we automate a lot of that effort. We take all that math from the the hotel's own goals, operating standards, et cetera, and we create those those labor plans and scheduling templates that end up taking every scheduling manager only minutes to populate. So instead of spending hours on doing this manually or worse, spending no time because you just punt on it and use last week's schedule over and over again, it takes a few minutes a, a week to build a perfect schedule, a perfect labor schedule that's compliant with your plan. And then we add, we give a tool called the daily labor check-in that takes just another few minutes a day for every manager of people to go in, look at their labor costs, see where they're trending for the week, see where the, the forecast needs to be adjusted up or down and make changes to the future So that we can actually stay on top of our labor costs and manage to that standard, manage to the accountable plan and get the results that we want. So we end up basically saving a ton of time for for hoteliers and their staff on creating schedules. And we ask for a tiny bit of that time back to stay on top of it on an ongoing basis in the week. And when we do this, we create a culture of labor management or labor as an investment throughout the entire operation And the end result is a significantly more efficient organization that saves a lot of money and is a lot more profitable as a result.
0: As somebody that avoids math uh, at all costs, uh, this really speaks to me. So I yeah I, I get that. I, I very much appreciate that. Um, so I suppose one of the things that uh, that is is valuable and then would be beneficial was is that uh, can your solution then integrate in with other uh, kind of workforce management solutions and softwares and that sort of thing, be it. Um, I don't know, payroll management and that sort of thing so that you, you kind of combine a lot of different solutions all into one to make it easier for hotel managers?
1: Integration is the key. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we integrate with payroll providers, time and attendance providers, business intelligence solutions like Profit Sword or My Digital Office, or Broadvine, um, AppTech, uh, the PMS systems, which often house that, that forecast data, uh, we inter- and accounting systems. So we interface either pulling data from or pushing data to those systems so that all this actually, this automation of the labor management process is happening for the hotels. So they don't have to manually re-key or come up with this data on the fly. That's really important. And we have an incredibly broad spectrum of, of of vendors that we integrate with through api or just a straightforward report import function that makes it very easy to set up
0: Absolutely. Well, this uh, really comes across as a, a fantastic way uh, for hotels to you know, remain profitable and to, to grow their profitability. Uh, and so it's been really interesting and really I- insightful just getting a look at this and looking at just a change of mindset and how what you provide at Hotel Effectiveness Solutions really helps with that change of mindset, I think, and viewing labor as an investment, uh, which I think is, uh, is, is massive and, and a really cool uh, thing to talk about and uh, really cool to, to hear more about what you're doing. So, Del Ross, Chief Revenue Officer of uh, Hotel Effectiveness Solutions. Thank you so much for joining me today and uh, explaining a little bit more about this.
1: It's my pleasure.